the idea behind the prospecting forum is that we're really here to challenge the status quo. In this business, kind of relationship rules the day. So you've got to either out-relationship somebody, which, which is fantastic if you can do that, or uh, you've got to challenge the status quo to kind of reframe what we're looking at so to give us a bigger chance to win. Hey, Chad and I also believe in the compound effect. If you come to one or two of these calls, eh, it's probably not going to do much for you. But if you come to 100 of them, it actually might change your career. J just the number of calls where I've heard, I'm not talking about something Chad and I would ever say, but, but something that one of your peers in a non-competing market says that you could replicate to the T that could really make a difference in your career. So let me tell you what I want to talk about today. There's so many times on the PNC and the benefits side when somebody wants to push you back close to their renewal. And, and so we've dealt with this for a long time, and we've got a six-step process that I don't think we've talked to a lot of you when, when, you're, when you're being asked to go to. So let's say that, first of all, we, we've probably done a Yeti drop or we've used, uh, we've done something creative, a Yeti drop or a referral out of thin air, or we've actually been introduced to make sure that we're going to get to have the conversation. So you've got a way of, of how you ask for the appointment. And, and it's not unusual for somebody to say, you know what, call me back next July because they're, they're going to start dealing with their renewal in October. So our six-step process starts with asking for the appointment. The second step is let's jump on their side of the table to lower sales resistance and keep them engaged and just say, great, when would you want me to call? Hey, everybody on this call knows they're probably just wanting to get rid of you and get you off the phone. That's fine. That'll play to exactly where we're trying to go. And so they're like, man, just, just call me and uh, just call me after the fourth. All right. So this gives us a chance to reframe. What I would really like to say is, man, Chad, that sounds great. Actually, I may not even need to call you then. All right. In really challenging the status quo and reframing, I would like to give Chad something he's never heard before. Some of you may not want to do this. Some of you may want to try it. So, so first, I just when he tells me to call back at some future point in time, like a lot of prospects do, whether you're EB or PNC, we go, great, when do you want me to call? We have that little conversation. We'll get it out there. Now we're going to reframe to try to get this meeting now, to try to work off of X date. And the way we do that is to say we can do it one of two ways. We can say to somebody, um, which this is what I would prefer, but for some of you it may be a bridge too far. Remember, we're trying to challenge the status quo. And I go, hey, that's great. You know, Chad, actually, I may not even need to call you then. I, I would love for some of you all to try that. There is a risk. They may go, okay, click. So you might not want to say that. So I might want to say, hey, Chad, can, can I briefly tell you why we actually may not need to meet in July? All right. We've jumped on their side of the table. We've lowered sales. Yeah. It's also important, Jeff, to you we you to make sure everybody that's on the call heard you say. First, you ask them when you would want me to call. I just want to make sure that was heard. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. Because by doing that, I'm getting them engaged. They're just trying to get rid of me, but it's getting us deeper into the conversation. It's keeping them engaged. And I'm just like, hey, when do you want me to call? I don't care if it's after the fourth or whatever. I say, okay, great. And I go, hey, hey, Chad, can I tell you why? Actually, I may not even need to call you then. All right, that's one way you can do it. Or on my screen, we can dial that back a little bit and say, hey, Chad, can I briefly just tell you why I may not need to call you in July? That can be just as effective, and it doesn't put you so much at risk. All right, 
And then here's what you're going to tell them. This is where you introduce your value proposition. Chad, why would you tell somebody that you need to see them? Why would you tell somebody that you might need to see them before July? What are the reasons? Our, our value props built really simply, and I'm not asking how you would say it to them, but what's the reason we need to talk to people sooner than then? Yeah, I think the great work that we do happens long before the renewal process. The renewal begins, and and, uh, and also um, the the more time we have to to get out, we can be more strategic. Just all good things come from not starting um, the at the in the in what you would call the money zone. Yeah, and so a, a lot of you, your your primary value proposition is about the levers. A lot of you are talking about levers now, and so we can really simply say, hey, look, there's a lot of levers that brokers could be and should be pulling to both lower cost and to repurpose your dollars to drive more value. Let me have a brief conversation with you now because it's too late to pull many of the most important levers. So sort of like if you were going to a loan committee next week to get a mortgage and somebody found out something was on the credit report that shouldn't be, it's too late. Give me 20 minutes next week or, or, or the week after just to walk you through our model to see if there's even any need for us to meet in July. Man, we're taking little baby steps, and, and so you all have a value proposition. It, it's about levers that brokers should be and could be pulling that they're not. And, and the, that last 90 days is really about pulling this big lever, which is accessing the market. But there's so many other things that should be done before. By the way, that don't take a lot of your time, Mr. Prospect. It, it's work on our end. We want to share that with you. I, I think it'll change the way your next renewal goes, even if we don't meet in July. Give me 20 minutes next week or the week after. Okay. Now, let's say somebody's stubborn as hell and they will not see you off of X date. Man, Chad and I believe more than ever in the assembly line. Man, and when you have assembly line thinking, I stopped at Bucky's, this really phenomenal truck stop in Texas, or it's not a truck stop, it's a consumer, it's as big as a truck stop, but it's the nicest, cleanest, best food. Many of you have heard about it. They are blue ocean to what a stop is. I'm sorry, Chad? It's the theme park of convenience stores. Yeah, and it, it, it's anybody within 20 miles, they stop there. Well, well, you know, we do Yeti drops and Arctic drops. So I bought five Arctic stainless steel uh, tumblers yesterday to show our staff to see if they liked them because they were inexpensive. But my, my point is that when you're thinking about uh, your prospecting assembly line, it's always on your mind, even when you stop for gas. So here's my point. We've got an assembly line. We're going to need this meeting. We really believe on the PNC side, Chad, if we can start 120 days early when most people are 60 to 90, we can still do what we want to do. How about on the benefits side? If somebody won't see off of X day, if we could just back up a little bit to let them know, hey, we've got to have a little bit of time. If our model resonates with you, we've got to have a little bit of time to work on these levers. When could you see someone, Chad, off cycle and still feel like you're being effective? That's closer yeah, I, to renewal. We've had a lot of success at 120. Frankly, uh, j just we're we're setting the pace for how this is going to go. Um, 
you, you know, it's always better when we're a little bit earlier than that, but even at 120, we've had some success. Okay, great. So, hey, I want to show y'all that there's nothing, when we're trying to get you recognizing process and the science, there's really nothing bad that can go on in this call. This call may end up with someone telling us to go to hell, but our job is to do our job. And when I get somebody on the phone, I'm going to try to see them off cycle. If they won't let me, I'll say, great, when do you want to see me? And when they tell me then, I'm going to say, hey, let me tell you briefly why we may not actually get to meet in July. Will you allow me to tell you? Most people say, yeah. And then you go tell them about the levers. All right. If they say, Jeff, man, that sounds good. We, we just don't. I'm too busy. I say, great. Let me come out four months before your renewal. Because if this conversation resonates with you, if I saw you two or three months before, it's going to be too late. If you loved what I showed you, it's just too late. Talk to me in May. And he says, okay, I can deal with that. All right. Just because somebody tells me they're going to see me in May, they probably don't plan to see me in May. So we're going to try to up the probability they're going to see me in May. And we're going to get a commitment that we can anchor on. And so here's what I'm going to say. Mike, if I call you in May, will you really sit down with 20 minutes or are you just being nice to me? If they tell you, you know what, Jeff, I can't commit that I am, I'll say, you know what, I'll call you anyway. Let's see how you're feeling. But we're going to try to get a commitment as an anchor. I'm going to show you how we're going to use it. When people are looking at these dates way off, they're not making a commitment to you, but you can keep moving them and getting little baby commitments that help, and I'll show you what I think makes a tremendous difference. And so if he says, yeah, Jeff, you can come out in May. I say, hey, Mike, it's not going to be a waste of your time. You, you, what I show you, if you're like most, it's going to resonate with you. It doesn't take any more work. It doesn't take any more time. I just start earlier because if there's something wrong on your credit report, I'm going to get it off. So, but if I call you, will you really meet with me or are you just being nice? If he says he'll meet, here's all I, I've done this my whole career. Hey, Mike, give me your email address. I'm going to send you my contact information in case you need to talk to me before then. I know you probably won't, but I want you to have my contact info. They'll give us their email address. And I think here's the coup de grace. I write a handwritten note to Mike that says, Mike, I enjoyed our conversation today regarding your 2018 insurance renewal. Thanks for your commitment to meet with me in May and close a business card. He committed when we gave him the out. And we're going to remind him, we're going to anchor that commitment. This isn't about everybody living up to their commitments. It's about me doing my job. Because a lot of people, if you remind them they committed, there's a better chance they'll see you. And, and here's the last piece of this model. And, and then we'll open it up, Chad, and hopefully you can help me with the technology. I want you to picture uh, uh, two links of a chain. So we don't have a full chain. We just have two links in a chain. On the left side of your desk is laying one link. And about seven inches over is, is laying the second link, just two links of a chain, all right? You, you just talked to them, and they committed to see you. The link of the chain on the right would be the meeting date, that, that chain laying on the right of your desk. The first link you want to add to your chain is the handwritten note. If you want to keep increasing the probability of them meeting with you, you add another link to the chain every month. It could be a phone call. We don't want to drive these people crazy, but, but it could be, let me tell you what I ask my clients to do, and I'll be honest, most don't do it. Most of you are in verticals. Most of you, Chase, 
if your benefits, it's the same conversation. If you're PNC, most of your clients, you could send them out the same link to the chain. Let's just pretend that we have some new wage and hour stuff from the Department of Labor because the Trump administration's undoing a lot of what the Obama administration did. Man, you could one link of the chain is send out. Uh, you could just say this would be cut and this would be boilerplate. Hey, Mike, just ran across this. Thought it might be of interest to you. What's going on with the overtime rules? How the Trump administration's rolling this back? See the attached article. The last sentence is customized. It just says. Thanks again for your commitment to meet in May, all right? In February, man, I can find anything. I, I literally could send something out about the time change. I don't care. But every one of you has something that you, you can drip on somebody. And every time you drip and go, hey, Mike, I saw this. I thought it might be of interest to you. Man, thanks again for the commitment to meet in May. Talk to you soon. Some of you may not want to go that far after you're reminded. I want to drive that anchor that this guy committed. And maybe every once in a while I don't, but but here's the point of this. If you've got 20 or 30 people that told you to call them in May and you call all them back, 19 of them are gonna, aren't going to take your meeting. If you'll view every month as a link in the chain, man, this could take you 10 minutes. You take the same piece of drip marketing. It's usually an article. That's all it is probably compliance related would be the easiest because there's so much stuff out there. It could be something about disaster recovery. It could be something about 1099 and W-2. Just anything. It doesn't matter. And, and when you, so in the body of the email, we're just saying, hey, Mike, I thought of this and thought you, you might find it as interesting as I did. Hey, looking forward to meeting with you in May. Thanks for your commitment to meet in May. So, Chad, I, I really believe when we start with this see me off of X date because the levers, and, and y'all don't overthink this, you need to meet with people because there's levers that need to be pulled that aren't being pulled, and nobody's talking to them. And look, the first meeting is just to sit down with me and let me share this stuff with you. What you do after that's up to you. We know we're going to try to move them to a discovery meeting, but that, they, nobody knows that yet. So, so we're just trying to get people to see us off of X. If they say no, say, great, when do you want me to call? They tell you, and then you politely say, okay, Chad, if you don't mind, before we hang up, I, I won't keep you long. Hey, let me tell you why I may not actually need to call you. Well, why is that? Boom. We go back to, here's why. See me now. If they say no, move them to 120. Ask for a commitment as an anchor. Write your handwritten note. The handwritten note is more important than sending them, than getting their email address and send them an email with your card. There's something about a handwritten note in a digital age. Hey, Mike. I really enjoyed the brief conversation. You know, I've wanted to get you on the phone for a long time. Thanks for your commitment to meet with me in May. Man, th this, this, this is another assembly line. It's part of your assembly line. It would be great if you had 12 or 15 people and you blocked an hour a month. You literally could put a, a recurring invite on your own calendar for the 15th of the month or, or the second Friday of the month to go through every person that needs a link in the chain added. It's mostly cut and paste. It's mostly attached to the article. So th that's it. I want you all to think about that. We've got a lot of people that are getting in off of X date, and we want to try to move people off of X date and tell them, look, you're just going to overpay and you're going to leave dollars on the table. Meet with me, and I'll show you why. 
And if you don't agree with me, I'll put you on the do not disturb list because we won't see the world the same. But for those that want, there's a lot of these people that would see us 120 days early. They're really trying to get rid of us. And the assembly line of the really good, strong links, another link could be uh, selective stalking. You know they're going to be somewhere, and you go there, and you get somebody to introduce them, and you say, hey, Mike, yeah, I actually know you. You and I have talked about me coming to visit with you in May. God, it's nice to meet you in person. All right, Chad, anything you want to add before we open it up? Yeah, it, it's just so good. I want everybody to know we recorded this, but if whoever's registered, certainly those that are going to be on the call, you're going to get a link to this. We're also uploading this to, to both uh, the benefits and PNC toolboxes in the prospecting folder. And, and I'm so grateful that you shared this this way of thinking, Jeff. I get to see I've got I've gotten to see my whole life how you word things and and, and how good your stuff is and just your thought process is. I know there's all throughout this, and I hope some of you recognize this as well. Some of you, you're just going to need to hear it again, uh, and maybe even a third time to get some of the nuance of this. But uh, we're, we're all about all about the compound effect, and, and hopefully, y'all can see these little things done correctly, uh, these little degrees of doing it right over time, is where all the great stuff comes from. Talent can only take you so far. Some of you, uh, and I know there's a ton of talented people on this call, it can only take you so far. Some, a lot of us, it's taken us as far as we're going to get with just talent. We have to, uh, and it's not about how we feel about what we're going to do every day. Uh, Jeff, you talk a lot about it's not about our willpower, none of that. This is about doing, the con doing those things, compound effect, daily, those small things done correctly over time that make the biggest difference. I've seen the impact of that in your life and, and, uh, and of course, uh, just value the heck out of just everything that we've talked about today. So let's open it up. Anybody got any questions? Okay, Zach, I see you've got something here. It says, I have to agree that handwritten notes are super effective. I've used them in my uh, uh, past sales career and have had clients speak to how they appreciate it. I've continued to use them in benefits. Thanks, Zach. And I know you're a great prospector. Uh, we've showcased you more than one time, uh, so I appreciate that feedback. That's awesome. Anybody else? Man, Anybody I, got I, Chad, I, Hey, Chad, I appreciate that, that too. And just in the digital age, I agree with Zach, they're getting more and more important, and I'm trying to get better at them. And here's something you can't, you can't argue. When you get all that mail at your house today, you just don't normally throw away a handwritten, hand-addressed, and I would tell you, stamped envelope, not run through a meter. We just don't do it. We, we First thing is they're going to read the damn thing. Hey, I tell people, look, the first thing I look for, uh, I look for checks. You, you know, I, I mean, that's the first thing I look for. The second thing I look for is, is something that looks personal or interesting, um, right? Actually, the, the first thing I look for is checks. The second thing I look for is there are those things that I know are solicitations that I don't want to read. And then the third thing I look for is personal stuff that, that looks cool that, that, that I don't want to throw away. And, the, and then I sort through the rest of it. But you're right. You just can't do it. Yep. Hey, Chad, we got a Hey, I want to open it up to the forum. we got a few minutes left. Anybody got any questions about 
uh, not necessarily this topic, but of course this topic included. Any prospect woe you're having out there that uh, that that you want to to uh, address, Donna, I, I see your hand raised. I, your your audio pin is 90. Um, I just can't unmute you because you're not live. So she hits 90 pound. Will that unmute her? It should. Um, Donna, can you hit 90 pound? Or, or if you're on your computer and you know that you have a microphone and speaker, switch to computer audio and see if that works. Or type us a brief message, maybe, if, if that's even possible. All right. Okay, someone, uh, Tamara, told us that, that you have to call back in and add the audio back in. So, uh, hold on, Donna. Hold on, I think I can. Uh, Donna, you're live. I am. Donna Finch, everybody. Can you hear me? Absolutely, and we're celebrating. Okay, I'm doing all this from home, so I had some trouble connecting with the first webinar, and now I'm in the second one, so I'm glad I'm able to connect with you. I just wanted to me add uh, a couple things. Uh, do people use LinkedIn? I use that all the time when I do prospecting to look up to see if the person I wanted to talk to, uh, first of all, is uh, CFO or owner of a company, and is he connected to any of our clients, people that we know, any associations that might be familiar, any charities they belong to. Uh, I use a lot of that before I make an initial call. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Donna. We, we, in fact, we have two recordings uh, in the prospecting folder uh, of e either one of our toolboxes on how, to, how we use LinkedIn Sales Navigator, and it's been an ongoing discussion, and we couldn't agree with you more. Even in our own prospecting efforts, what we find in LinkedIn, LinkedIn has just been the absolute very best source for us. So was there any specific question about LinkedIn you had? Uh, no, you know, I've been trying to upgrade so I could find all the connections of our our clients so that I could find who they're connected to in my prospecting. And I don't know um, where I'm supposed to go for getting that upgrade of LinkedIn or if I can even look at their connections without directly being connected to them. You should be able to. Um, with, with a certain uh, subscription, we, we, we will look into that for you. Um, well, and, and Ted, if I if yeah. I could just add, it, it might even be better for her. You you have some rep at LinkedIn, or they will assign you one. And, and man, they're they're so good at, at getting you anything and everything you need. LinkedIn is really okay. trying to monetize. They're really trying to monetize. LinkedIn now, and so they're charging for more stuff, but but it's really a good thing because what you get for sixty bucks or a hundred bucks a month, it, it's worth it. It's gold. Yeah. It's really good. And, and Chad, I've got a, I've noticed a lot of thirty-something producers and younger. They're all very good at LinkedIn. They're just good at technology. Period, and and they're crushing it uh, with with. And for us, it's really about who knows who. That's the real value. Just like she was saying. Good morning, guys. So, Good morning. Um, thank you. I've got 
I was going to do some of these lottery ticket drops. Since we're, since we're new to Blueprint, I've been catching up on some of the old videos, and I, I love some of the stuff, and I was going to do some of these lottery tickets. The guy, Justin, who had did that in Oklahoma, he's benefits. I'm PNC. I'm just wondering if the, the follow-up email, how you guys might tweak that at all, you know, pertaining to taking a gamble for, for PNC. I mean, I, I need to put some thought to it, but just offhand since I had you, figured I'd ask. Hey, Adam, did, did you see the coin drop one? That, that the uh, PNC I saw guy, it on there, but I haven't, I haven't watched it, no. Well, let me tell you what they did. They took the, the lottery ticket idea and switched it to a coin drop. And the only reason exactly. I say that, they switched the language for PNC. You could still use the lottery ticket drop and just use some of the language on the PNC, but it shouldn't. I mean, it, the why the gamble piece to me is even probably more relevant on the PNC side than it is the benefit side. Right. Well, and here's okay. – hey, Adam, I think when you say yeah. a lottery ticket, if you wanted to line – I think this would be really cool, Chad. So if we use a lottery ticket, say, look, that lottery ticket all comes down to chance, and, and your, your insurance renewal has nothing to do with chance. There is a problem, though. A lot of levers that brokers could be and should be pulling, they're not pulling. This has much less to do with chance than that lottery ticket. Meet with me for 20 minutes and let me tell you more. Very cool. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Yep, good. Good stuff. I'll go watch coin drop too. Yeah, do that. Hey, all right, y'all. We gotta hop on our uh our uh